Dear friend, let's discover more of who we are together. Love, Haley and Amanda. Hi, dear friends. Hi, dear friends. Hi. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Dear Friend Podcast. If you don't know, we have a pledge at this podcast. And we don't know why. Well, because we think that we're punny. And so we wrote this. I'm just waiting to hear you. But also because we think our friendship is so strong enough that it deserves a pledge. That we would pledge our allegiance to each other. About nothing. (laughs) Here we go. Fall, say, say it out loud in your car, in your walk. If you don't know it, I'm so happy for you. I, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America. And rarely in public is where we stand. One friendship under God, indivisible, live purdy, and just us for all. No, That's it. See how none of it is really makes any sense. Yeah, it is. We're under God. We're indivisible. <laughs> we don't go in public. Wow. We're what does it mean to be under it's, God? It's just us for all. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's so good. We under do God. live purdy. We yeah. live real purdy. I hate when you're country though. <laughs> She said that to me earlier. She said something so country at oh, brunch, and I said, I hate when you're country. You said, get out of my head. And I said, shut the door. And I said, I hate when you're country. Because she goes, shut the door. I can only say shut the door like that. Well, listen, our friendship is really, really special. And the reason we even do this podcast every week, it comes out every Monday, is because we really do think that to stay aligned with who we are and to become more of who we are with each other and with you guys, mm-hmm. it's around these really important conversations. And we we say this every episode, but we found this poem from Young Pueblo. And whenever we read it, it really just gets us back on track with what this podcast is about, why we do it, and it's why. Like the whole meaning behind it. So will you read it, Haley? I will. And it says, an honest and deep conversation with a good friend or dear friend, shall I say, is sometimes the exact nourishment you need to regain clarity, get back up, face the world, and resume your mission with a new and focused energy. With that said, I hope you're going to say what I think you're going to say. We are talking today about one of our closest and dearest friends who we recently lost. Um, it's been just over a month, and he is the dearest friend of all. And he is one of those people who really... Did that quote. <laughs> yeah, and like when you talked to him and you sat with him, he'd go there with you and he would make you leave feeling like, okay, we're gonna figure we know what we're doing. We, we're aligned again. Like he was just he was just one of those friends and his name was Chadwick Murray. Chadwick um, 
Some of you might know him from his really big soul band, Bastards, Bastards of, of Soul. soul. Which, by the way, their album Spinning is on Spotify. Highly, highly recommend it. It's incredible. And they have a brand new album coming out this spring. That is unheard and... It's iconic, guys. Yes. It's it's incredible. And he recorded all of it right before um, he left us. Like, literally the week he they went into the... finishing it. And, yeah, like, yeah. he w- it was finishing all while, um, the, like, this stuff was happening with his health. And so he is, like, leaving this masterpiece behind. I can't wait for everyone to hear it in the spring. And we will definitely be announcing it when it comes out. We're so proud of his work. And not only was he in Bastards of Soul, he, he was he, always in a lot of different projects musically, but he was our bass player for the, our band Sister. And he helped us even have the guts to start it. I mean, he was the catalyst. Yeah, the starting. We were the little trio when it first started. When we decided to become a full band and we put it out into the universe, the world just brought him to us. And actually, on our our friendship episode, we do tell the story of how we met Chad, but I do want to say it again. I do too, because I love it. I love it too. Because, so just brief background. When Haley and I moved to Dallas together and we were roommates, we were we were a duo for years, just playing acoustically, the two of us, every open mic possible, at a Starbucks on a Saturday night. Boy, we were slammed. <laughs> like, any restaurant that would let us sing covers, like, anywhere we could play, we were playing, the two of us, acoustically. And whenever we moved to Dallas and we were roommates, we were like let's really put it out there in the universe that we want to start a band and we kind of want it to be like rock with our harmonies harmonies and kind of soulful um, melodies. And so we just like put it out into the world. So whenever people would be like, what are you guys up to? We'd be like, we're starting a band called (laughs) Sister. We're starting a band. We named it and everything. We named it at the same time we got the dog Sister. Yeah. And we were like, perfect. We're going to start. We were starting a band called Sister. People are like, oh, great. That's awesome. You know, like just putting it out there. And And then then one night we were going, we wanted to hear live music. And it just so happened we lived down the street from the foundry in Oak Cliff. And this band Myrrh was playing. Hmm. Marvelous, let me tell you. So marvelous. And we ran into some mermaids there. And they were just telling us, oh, you're going to love this band. We hadn't heard of them. Never heard of them. And boy, were they right. We loved them. They were playing their set. And Haley and I were like, this band's incredible. Like, yeah. cause you know how when you go out and hear live music, you never know what you're gonna get. Like, oh boy, <laughs> you're a little out of tune on everything. Or it's like, or like cheesy. Yes. And this was like, oh my god, this they is were so incredible. Tight. You could tell they were like brothers. Yes. And so Max Hartman's the lead vocals, but Chadwick was the bass player and, and the most background vocals, BGVs. And so I told Haley, I said when the show was kind of ending, I said, you know what? how much we've enjoyed this. I was like, if someone heard our music, I would want them, and they liked it as much as we like this music, I would want them to tell us. Mm -hmm. So we just so happened to go up to the stage after their set, and Chadwick was just getting off the stage. And I said, we both said... Hey. hey, we loved the music. We're, we're you're obsessed. So you're so good. We heard and, your BGVs. And he goes, are you Haley and Amanda? We're like, what? 
And we were how thinking, you? how do you know us at all? What? We're nobody. And he, and he said, I saw you guys play an open mic at LaGrange in Deep Ellum two years ago. And your harmonies were incredible. And you guys are so funny. Like, you, you totally stuck with me. He goes, if you ever start a band, I want to be your bass player. And we're we were like, like, we are what? starting a band. And you're going to start and it with us. And we put it out in the universe. And now you're here and you know us. And so we told him about a show that we had coming up. We were playing at a festival. Just to make sure he still Bell. liked us. And he came and heard us. And he was like, girls, I love it. Let's do this. So he started coming over to our house every Tuesday night and we'd for dinner. dinner. <laughs> yeah, we, he would come right straight from work with his band stuff. We would have made dinner. And we would talk for hours. hours we would forget write, to play music. No. <laughs> we would write music for hours and talk about life and the type of music we were writing and we would practice and write different parts and just until get like to know each other and really really late in the night and it was every Tuesday he was over in our house and he became our best friend <sighs> um like just one of those you know how when you meet people we we're kind of talking like about with Bonnie and the episode we did with Bonnie about meaningful breathing it's like when you meet people and you're you just, just like click. what is it I don't know, but you got something that I like. And he was kind of in a like transitional time of life and we just saw how sweet and tender and how much but power though too that he had and and also just like super kind. Oh like, my god. Genuinely like and so kind. It's like we saw the best in him and he saw the best in us. And he really encouraged us like he would, you know, we didn't know if we were good enough to have a band. And he was like, no, this music's incredible. Your writing's great. I like, I love it. And we would kind of always say like, well, we really want it to sound more like this. And he's like, no, No, you need to, he's like, you need to sound like you, you sound perfect. And so sister was born. Yeah. And then we start, we got our drummer and our, our guitar player and we started playing shows, um, with our band out and it was just like all because kind of Chad saw us and And believed in us and remembered us and thought we were something to invest in his time. Think about it, how important your time is. And he was like, you guys, I'm going to spend every Tuesday night with you at your home to do this. And it was so like when people invest their time in you, it's so meaningful because it is like the most it's the strongest currency we have is our time. Yeah. And so that he chose to connect with us and like kind of join forces with us. I'm sorry. Well, it, it, it was just it now, especially looking back, like it was always special, but it just, it means so much that a, a person like him saw what he saw in us and chose but, to, and then chose to like, be our Hook up friends with us. and and that's another thing like we're talking about our music and how it formed but like it he opened himself up to us and we couldn't help open ourselves up to him and so we started sharing our lives with him and and he brought us i know our very best friend hannah his his wife hannah um who is a person that anyone would be privileged to to ever know and we have always felt so honored to be her friend um and so anyways this couple this power couple of kindness and generosity were linked up with us and we we've been living life with them and um sharing holidays and every day celebrations and, just and 
the the low times, the high times, like they're just those kind of friends for us. And um, and today, today is um, Chadwick's birthday. So we decided to talk about him today. We've actually been wanting to talk about him for this whole month, but finding the guts and the you know the right moment and everything because he's just so special to us. So we also wanted to honor him today and um, tell him a very happy birthday. And we're so glad that you were born, Chad. And and something about his life that was always very evident, but even in his passing has been so oh my clear, gosh, it's is that goodness we're talking about, yeah, just um, how he treats people, how he let everyone know how much he loved them, how he never went without making you feel his, what he felt about you. Like there's no question his best friend Max um, was saying the, the other day that he's like Yoda <laughs> Because he like he Yoda was teaching us. us so much stuff, and now it's all coming up for us. Because like you know, usually when you're not sure about like what people mean or they're kind of obscure, but like with Chad, you know exactly how he'd want you to be living, exactly <coughs> how he would be doing stuff, and like what was the right thing to do, what was the how to treat thing people. To do. It's just like the the way he lived his life was like this beautiful example about how you treat people, and so. To honor Chadwick, one of the things we really wanted to do was, because we all know Haley's an amazing muralist and painter, we really wanted to do a memorial of Chadwick in a mural. And so we got with the Kessler Theater, who has been incredible, and they immediately... Well, and this is just also the testament to how people feel about him is ongoing. I mean, of course, they wanted to do it as to honor him yeah i mean and this is a a building that's in the national archives for um historic buildings so there's never been a mural on it no one's ever painted on it so for them to just be like absolutely Absolutely. i mean there's hoops we have to jump through but let's go you know yeah it was it was really a a, a special opportunity to get to do this because it was it was Chad's one of his favorite venues in and Dallas to play at, and ours too. And we geeked out the first time we got to play there. Well, I just remember at band practice, we sat down one night and we're like, "What would be our top yep. venues to play at? Like places we definitely want to get shows at." And the Kessler was the first one. Yeah. And I remember the first time we played and we were backstage, we were like giddy little kids, and Chadwick and I were like in the green room, all of us, and we were like taking pictures and talking about how we wanted to play here so bad, and here we finally were playing here. And it was just like, and then his, his band Bastards of Soul was playing there a lot because they were getting a lot of notoriety. And, um, so he loved that place and it was really seemed right that we would do the mural there. And so we designed, Haley designed. Well, we designed it together. Yes. But yeah. And so we designed this mural and we, we named it Chadwick, Chadwick Murray Double Halo. And um, it's it's behind the Kessler Theater. If anyone in Dallas wants to go look at it, we finished it um, before his last birthday night, last yeah, night for his birthday. And it is um, a picture of Chad um, on stage. Like it's a pose of him as he's singing, and then it's this yellow halo around him, and this green halo around 
the yellow halo. And there's, and there's graphic black lines coming from him in the in the yellow halo. And then graphic black lines in the green halo kind of going a different direction. And the thought and concept, and I want you to, to chime in to correct me um, or add to it. But the thought is that this ripple effect that we talk about a lot on this podcast, actually. Well, and, that, and that you can also see in all the comments and every way that people have been reaching out and giving to. And remembering him. Yes. Is that all this goodness that he shined out throughout his life. It's like to honor him the best. We take what he's shown us and then we go out and ripple effect so that the next person gets a little bit of that goodness that we got from Chadwick and then the and next that person it doesn't it doesn't stop it never stops and I I hate thinking about like his life in terms of time because that's obviously very sad but when you think about it in in like his spirit and his goodness it really is like still going on it's you know? infinite yeah and it doesn't end and it doesn't have to end and I think that's why, and the the lines that you'll see in the halo, if you go look, they shoot out from him, but then in the second halo, they turn a bit, because obviously when his body left this earth, it shifted a little bit, and so the way that we will carry out his goodness is a little bit different than the way he would, but in our own way, but we can carry it out, Yeah, and I think that that's like something that I feel like I'm standing up straighter these days, you know, for him, I can't, I can't deal with his, his passing in any sort of negative way. Like I can't do anything negative as a result of it. I just want to be better. And I know that he would, that's how he would want us to respond. He wouldn't want us to waste one day. He wouldn't want us to not tell our loved ones how we feel and that all of our dreams are possible and to be a good friend and to look at people and listen to See them. Him. He really did. He just made everyone feel so special and so seen. And it's such a beautiful quality that we all need more of. And, um, and so the, the whole, the whole reason we're bringing this up is obviously it's really something that is right here, like in front of our faces right now and, and will be for, uh, for forever. It feels like, um, but that this beauty of a, a, a life so well lived that was cut really short. Um, this is the first time Haley and I've ever experienced death in this capacity where it's somebody kind of in, like in their prime being taken from you from us. And, um, it's just, it makes you realize the fragility of life and the importance of how you're living your life and you're not guaranteed, um, tomorrow. And, you know, Chad, but what's, yeah, he had all of these beautiful plans for the future that are not going to be played out, but it's, it's like his life amounts to so much still because the way he, he got it he treated people and the way he loved and the way he approached life and it's such a lesson yes. for us and that's why we're sharing it it's kind of the ripple right yeah. and we're sharing it because we've witnessed this from him we want to continue it and we want others to um, get the picture because it matters it yeah. really matters the way that you 
proceed out into the world the way that we proceed out into the world and the way that we see people and make them feel seen and that they belong and that you choose to go the extra mile or do the good thing, you know, it really matters because when it's our time, you know, it can stop or it can keep going. And I just... I love that I can still hear his voice and feel what he would want me to do. Yeah. And and I actually, um, I had a dream the night that Chadwick passed. One of the reasons why we did the <coughs> light orb around him was um, like he interrupted my dream. And he was like in this orb of light and his face was just so serene. And... Um, like he he was just telling me without speaking, take care of people, take care of my loved ones, take care of the people you you love and and um, like it's just like I I I knew he did he didn't have to say it in the dream like I just knew what he wanted and, well, um, and then the you said that though it seemed like the orb orb of light kind of then wrapped around me. you yeah like whenever he was getting closer to me, this orb of light kind of came around me. And why I think it's really Chadwick and not just my subconscious is because it like interrupted my dream. And then when he left, like my dream continued. And, um, and I just, I think it's such a beautiful message of, of, of taking care of the, the people around us and, and the people, not just that we love, but the people that we come in contact with. And a whole nother layer of this already tragedy is that um he and his wife Hannah were um expecting expecting their first child um and the baby Lennox was born just a couple of days before Chad's passing and so um it's it's really hard to kind of deal with this idea that he was deprived this opportunity to be a dad because he would have actually been an incredible father and he was so excited about it and um it's like really hard to grapple with that um but at the same time having his son here is so beautiful because he's this piece of Chadwick and he's this total bright spot and and joy and it's, you know, we we're talking to Hannah how hard it has to be to deal with these extreme emotions of grief and loss and then pure joy at this new arrival. And it's just, it's, it's, it's. But he, he is, he's the bright spot. It's kind of, it's terrible timing, but it's also like, I'm so glad he left us he's, Linux. And we are, we. I don't, I feel like, because we've been spending so much time with him, I feel like we could get, like, too personal too fast. Yes, but, I know. Um, yeah, I just think also that, like, Lennox as a baby, like, that he just gets something that we don't as, like, grown, tainted human adults. He's closer to the source, as we yes. say about children. <laughs> yes, and I know that may sound weird, but I really believe that. And I think that he is bringing that peace and that joy and that purity that comes from the source and that spiritual land, however you want to explain it. And so it makes, in, in a way, he makes 
all of us feel closer to Chad and to that purity and that goodness that we all need during times like this, you know? So we, we obviously, we are all grieving the loss of Chadwick and I'm sure people who have lost loved ones understand that feeling and that the best way to honor them is to go forth and do, do their best self now through us. And, um, you know, obviously we all ask for prayers and good vibes towards Hannah and Lennox, um, his beautiful family and his mother. And we, we, we just, you know, we're going to put a link to the GoFundMe account that, um, Max started for the family and they have actually already reached the Max, the the goal. Um, but they're, Obviously, it keeps going and it can continue. And so if you feel like this is something that you want to contribute to, obviously, that would be such a blessing for the family. But I think the best thing that all of us can do is to go out into the world and carry Chadwick's spirit and goodness around with us and try to do the right thing, do the good thing, look someone in the eyes um, remember someone's name. And we've got, we've got, if you're watching, we've got him right here on our poster, <laughs> Chadwick on our sister poster. And we love you, Chad. And, you know, tell the people you love that you love them and spend the time with yep. them that you want to, because also we were kind of deprived with the pandemic, obviously um, being more isolated. They were they were very careful. So were we. So we missed a lot of time with him um, that we couldn't even go back and change. But it's just like <laughs> spend time with people who you care about. Stop stop spending time with frivolous people and in situations that don't mean anything to you. Like be with the people you love and. Tell them that you love them because Chad did and he and he would. Yeah. Be a be a dear friend to someone. I would say that Chad lived purdy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and because also Chad's nerdy. But also Chad was a huge listener of, of this our podcast. podcast. I'm not kidding. He would text every me week. every week and say, I loved the Listener. episode. Great perspective. Like he would always send encouraging messages. He, he listened to it every week. And I'm telling you, like, it, it just, it meant so much. And so he was living purdy. I know. I he love was it. living purdy with <laughs> us all through the pandemic listening with us. And so you guys make sure you go out there and you live purdy and, you know, just do the ripple effect double halo with chadwick enjoy these moments everybody enjoy them soak them up they're not guaranteed chad we love you and hannah and baby lennox we love you